before Superman. Before Krypton was destroyed, but after Krypton airs on the Sci-Fi Network, this is After Krypton. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are here to talk about Episode 6 in Zod We Trust. Now this guy, Zod, I I think it's safe to say that we've got opinions. Pete, um ostensibly does not like this show and is dragged uh, to this podcast week in, week out. <laughs> but, but Pete, I think this episode uh, has a lot of things you like. Yeah, I mean, what's great is Zod finally shows up. The whole time we've been getting a watered-down version of the character we all know and love, but finally we get the real General Zod in this episode. And it's a lot to go through. I mean, two seasons and this is the sixth episode and then finally we get Zod. You know, it's it's nothing worse when they bring a character that you know and like and then you gotta drudge through this you know, they have to go through growth or whatever to get to the point where you're finally like, ah great, now the character is the character. Growth do you say growth or whatever? Yeah. Interesting. So, as as we all know, Zod has been in the show for a while, but you find that uh, that Zod is lame. Yeah, this is an awful version of Zod. It shouldn't be named General Zod because we haven't seen General Zod. But finally, we got to see the name and the person come together as one. So, in Zod, you trust. This is your Zod. Yeah. It's uh, it's about Zod damn time. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, let's do a quick recap of this show so far. Uh, yeah, Pete good luck basically, with that. Pete covered basically everything um, in his <laughs> recap of Zod, but there are a couple other characters to talk about. <laughs> uh, main character is Seg, um, Superman's grandfather. Uh, Would he, it be great-grandfather? Um, is he great-grandfather? Uh, the timeline know. is fuzzy. No, I think he's his grandfather. Oh, cool. Um, and he... Uh, he looks he great for his age. He looks great, young. He's fresh. Um, he's on Krypton. He has Brainiac, a little sliver of Brainiac trapped in his brain because he was in the Phantom Zone um, as of the beginning of this past season. He's been uh, struggling with Brainiac. He had to fight Space Wolverine earlier. He's had hey, a lot no, of... no, dude, no. It's Lobo, you asshole. Completely different. Sorry, I, I see in my notes here his name is Space Wolverine. Okay, it's first important of all... To get it's important to get names right, otherwise it doesn't show a, uh, okay. shows a also, lack of respect. First of all, you're completely crossing over universes. It doesn't make sense. We're in the DC universe right now. You can't say things like Space Wolverine. That makes no fucking sense. I'm talking about uh, space, where um, <laughs> the planets are. And Wolverine, an animal, uh, almost like a, an angry badger. <laughs> or, uh, so that's just what I'm referencing, because that's what I think his hairstyle looks like. Oh, all right. Uh, sidetrack, and then he pops his claws and is like, "Snickety, snickety, give me some um, some bub stuff." <laughs> uh, so there's there are uh, other characters. There's Light Azad. That's uh, well, there used saying, to be a character named Light Azad. We'll get to that. Um, so Light Azad. There's a, a sort of a love triangle at the center of this show. Um, Seg loves Lyda, Lyda loves Seg, but Lyda is also loves duty. So she has stayed um, on Krypton. And served uh, at the pleasure of Zod, um, though we find out last episode that she, her brain had been messed with, her ca- compassion taken away, so she's been... She was brainwashed. She was brainwashed um, and has been serving Zod. Um, then on the other side is Nyssa. Um, this is uh, Seg's 
um, sort of uptown girl. Uh, she came from the high end uh, of Kryptonian politics. Yeah. She's been trapped in between um, the rebels on the planet, the moon Wegthor, and uh, Zod himself playing both sides because Zod has her son, her and Seg's son, and she really wants him back. Give me back my son. Yeah. Uh, classic um, Mel Gibson impression there. Um, the Rebels, who I just mentioned, are run by uh, two characters, Val and Jax. Val is Seg's grandfather, so throw a couple more greats into the Superman's great-great-great-grandfather. Um, he used to be, uh, to quote Pete, he used to be a hologram. He to, yeah, yeah, he used to be a hologram. That's important. In the first season, he was a computer-generated hologram after he had supposedly died. He didn't die. He was um, in the. He was hanging out. He was uh, getting loose. And now he's back to run the Rebels with Jax, who's a one-eyed woman who's very aggressive. The end of last episode, she, she just, killed Light Azad. Yeah, straight up cut her throat on national television. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you lose an eye, you really become more focused on what's important in life. And sometimes it's about slitting throats, you know what I mean? I, there's that old phrase, an eye for an eye makes everyone pay attention more. Yep. That's what Pete, obviously a big adage for Pete. We did learn uh, that she has a laser. It's a laser eye. That's not it's just not a regular. Just, yeah, it's a straight up anger laser eye. Like you get angry enough, she shoots lasers out, you know. Yeah. So say what you want about having two eyes or in my case, four. But, you know, it's you have four eyes and not I, even one of them's a yeah, laser. Eye? Not even one of them's a laser. I, I, I know, don't believe uh, that. What a, what a waste. Um, who else? We have Adam Strange, who's a uh, time-traveling, um, space-traveling, I guess, hero. Um, who uh, He was the one who first got this going when um, he was a wish hey, it, I wish it was his throat being slit. Wow, that's, uh, that's very intense. Um, he's been sort of downplayed the last couple episodes, but yeah. as I was saying, he came from um, the planet Earth, where he's like, hey, Superman used to be this great dude, and he now from he's... from Detroit. You can tell by his hat. Detroit, yep. Loves He loves hats. Um, Superman was a great dude, but now his cape is slowly vanishing because he's been eliminated. He went back to Earth, and Zod has taken over Earth in his timeline. So he's like, we have to solve this problem. He's like I said, he's been downplayed a little bit in the last couple episodes, um, which is fine by me because he is um, annoying. Yeah. Um, then we have a couple other characters. We have um, Jaina Zod, Lyta's mother. She has been sort of... Uh, having her own little re- separate rebellion with Dev, who was Lyta's betrothed before all this stuff happened. They uh, they sort of hooked up for a little bit once Seg was out of the picture, but um, Lyta loves Seg, er, as we all know. Yeah. So um, they've been uh, trying to take Zod down from the other side, and uh, everybody sort of linked up last episode. Also, um, don't forget to talk about the space elevator, dude. That's huge. Space elevator, which is an elevator through space, almost like in a space, space Wolverine. Yeah. It goes in space, starts out of space, goes through space, like an elevator, like a regular elevator, but with space. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Uh, I've never been in a space elevator, and I never would. It's a, oh, you don't trust? Do You no, don't trust, regu- like, hey, you don't trust regular, this- you don't trust regular elevators either, though, right? Well, that's true. But if someone's like, hey, you can get in this elevator and go to the moon, I'd be like, nah. Hmm. And if someone's like, hey, you can get in this elevator and go to the fourth floor, you're like, I don't think so. <laughs> I'll be taking the stairs like a human. That's right. Uh, yeah. You are so close to just living in a cabin 
um, swearing off refrigerators. Oh, man. And I can't wait to visit you and bring you our comic book club residual checks. <laughs> I um, wish. That's about it for the recap. Um, I think that's everybody. Oh, Doomsday is running around Krypton, just like yeah, you should mention having yeah. cutting loose, having his own time. Doomsday being Doomsday. And, um, well, I guess we could also talk about Zod himself uh, briefly. He's trying to get his hands on the Codex, which has all of the genetic code of Krypton. Um, he um, wants to uh, take over the universe, basically. He is from the past. Um, he is the son of of Seg, uh, in, even though now he's older here. So it's a sort of complicated family relationship. The timelines and the relationships are the, probably the most complicated on any television show I've ever watched. Uh, right. And it is complicated. I'll give you that. Well, let's get into the episode and talk about it. All right. So... Um, Starts off with like you know the big hit from last app, just playing on replay for everybody in the whole uh, you know planet to watch. It's like you know what's great about television. Let's just keep showing somebody cut somebody's throat open. Well, it's like a gif. It's just yeah. rolling. It's just playing. It's looped. Um, and as that person is Lyda, Lyda's dead. Everyone's sad. There's a lot of time for Seg to be sad here. Now we cut to Seg, who is. Cry screaming with no sound. Now, as a cl- classically trained actor, let me ask mm. you: If you do a shitty job, to them, to then post, they're like, "Oh, we can fix it. We'll cut out the sound. Maybe go black and white to add drama." Because I feel like maybe the noises he was making were weird or didn't match his face or something. Um, um I mean, they, yeah, they can do that, but I don't think that's what's happening here. I don't think they were like, "God." That scream was lame. Let's yeah. um, just clean it up and post. No. he. They were going for a, this is a choice, showing his grief uh, in silence. It gives you a moment, Pete, to be reverential about, uh, uh, the, about pain in general. Did it work on you? No, I, I love pain, so I wasn't thinking about, you know. It's, it's hard. To, you as an audience member have so many crazy ideas, it's hard to really speak to you. It's hard to meet you at the table uh, for any television show. Well, I'm sorry that, you know, I, I make you have to work extra hard, you know, to try to keep things relevant. No, it's or not, no, no this is, it doesn't have, it's not for me, it's for um, the entertainment industry at large it needs to work harder to speak to you. Um, so, yes, everyone's sad. Uh, Zod um, is in his room and he's like, I'm talking to a uh, little sort of random dude, and he's asking for news of Doomsday, and he just legit kills the dude. Well, he throws Throws him out out a window, which is Zod. Now we're getting Zod, the ruthless dude who don't give a fuck, who's just, you know, there we go. Finally, Zod has shown up. When Zod's throwing people on windows, you know you're dealing with General Zod. See, I just thought this was such a lame, classic villain thing. Like, killing the messenger... In real life, if you killed a messenger a couple times, messengers would stop bringing you stuff. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm not telling you anything. I'm not going to you. You threw the last five messengers out the window. Yeah, so uh, this is a, sort of a... He's becoming a cartoon villain, which I think, I guess which that's is, what you like. Yeah, because General Zod is ruthless. And yeah. th- they finally showed him being ruthless and... Because that's what makes General Zod so dangerous, is he does not care. Everybody else are following rules and being whatever, whatever. General Zod's stomping through all of that. 
Um, yeah. So I was now, very happy when he threw somebody out the window. I was like, yes, thank you. Speaking of windows, did, what do you think of the design of just having the window be a big force field that you can open and close at will? I mean, it's dangerous, you know. Very fig- dangerous. Kid Who's figures designing out the code these? and then, you know. Oh. Or you forget. You're like, oh, uh, yeah. Was it up, well, up, down, the window. down? Or was it, yeah. Yeah. Birds fl- must be flying into those force field windows all the time. Oh, what a man. pain to clean. How do you clean them? Yeah. What a Space nightmare. birds have it the worst, man. Yeah, uh, we, that's something we always stood by in this podcast is R.I.P. Space Birds. <laughs> uh, so, moving forward, um, uh, Val and Jax, uh, after Jax killed Lyda, Val was like, hey, this isn't my kind of rebellion. Yeah, um, Laser Eye uh, gives a speech Jax. here and she's like, hey, listen, guys, I'm sorry for killing a very nice lady that a lot of people seem to like, but... The space elevator. Am I right, guys? It's worth it. You got to, you know, break some eggs to make a scrambled, uh, you know, omelet. I don't know. I don't know what the saying is. Uh, That is, yep, that's not the saying. Uh, A lot of this episode is about sort of the uh, Val-Jacks split uh, because they go out way out of their way to show that they loved each other and respected each other. They have a compliment off um, over the course of a couple scenes in this episode. And um, Jax's plan was to sort of to push Zod over the edge so he makes a mistake, which technically works. And then um, at the same time, having Val uh, sort of step up and be a little edgier with his uh, rebellion leading. Um, But it's like like uh, Val is like the Bernie Sanders of Krypton. Wow. He's not going to he's not going to make the big the edgy calls like that. He's just going to say his his stuff. He's gonna you're get. You're saying uh, the bur- the burn man can't make the big big choices. Is that what you're saying? He's not gonna make the, the edgy burnster? call. Yeah, I'm. What? I'm not talking about American politics. I'm talking about Val is more of a concern with uh, paying off Kryptonians' college debt rather than like uh, having an armed rebellion take down the General Zod. Uh, well, I don't know about all that, but I do know that you know Val was kind of like you know laser eye. You complete me. You know, you make the tough decisions that I can't even think yeah. about. You put the plans together. I'm just the guy who kind of talks it out, you know? Yeah. And I kind and, of uh, liked how they went on this kind of journey, and he realized that, you know, he he likes her and needs her. Yeah, except for at the end of the episode when he totally dismisses her, and she walks off into the, uh, I don't know, sand. What are you talking about, man? He released her. He was like, listen, I want you to... Be the best life that you can. Just stop slitting throats, you know. And, well, yeah, uh, let's, so let's, let's finish out the story. So uh, Val locks Jax up and is like, I'm going to give you the Zod. Jax yeah. is like, just try it. I keep a computer chip in my wrist, which is a, a giant dang, horrible, a big one. You'd think they'd have a smaller version yeah, of that. Yeah, man, that looked painful to keep in your wrist. Holy shit. Yeah, that's the worst pocket. Yeah. <laughs> The wrist pocket is a painful pocket. Yeah, I was keeping my car keys in there for a while. So frustrating to me. Like, oh, do you have a razor blade? Give me a second. Yeah, I got to cut this open. But you always know where your keys are. That's what I I liked about it. (laughs) Right in the wrist. Just press on your arm to get the car car to lock. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Uh, So uh, Jax then escapes. 
Um, and Val is stuck with Adam Strange and um, the bartender who is uh, hanging around for some reason, yeah. um, which is a little weird. Then yeah. um, the plan, uh, Val busts Jax with um, his sidekicks, and Val's uh, like, what are, what are we doing here? And she's like, we got to blow up the space elevator. And he's like, that's not my thing. Yeah. And then he went and does it. Yeah, he was like, hey, you're wrong for all your ideas and beliefs. Uh, but hey, one last time, can you help me? I don't know what to do. And she's like, you gotta blow the space elevator. He's like, no, never. That's a horrible idea. And then he's like, um, well, I don't have any other ideas, so I'm just gonna blow the space elevator. Yeah. Well, I look forward to next episode when Zod unveils his plans for a space escalator. Ooh. Not God, as efficient. Not, not as, as efficient, efficient. But a great backup. Uh... So yeah, that it, this storyline was a little, uh, little weird. It felt like it didn't need to take so long to get there. Like it's fine; they like each other, but like we don't, we don't need to know all about like how much they respect each other's decision making. Like we could have just made it happen, right? Yeah, I mean they could have, but you know it was kind of intercut with all the other stuff. So nobody, I guess they were like, ah, we don't have to keep moving this forward till the end. Um, but yeah, I mean I. I'm glad that they showed the importance of laser eye a little bit in the relationship. Um, I just think, yeah, it was dragged a little bit. Right. Uh, so let's uh, jump over to Nissa's stuff. Yeah. Uh, so she's uh, dealing she wants with her God. son. She wants to get her son back. She's like, her I want son. my baby. Yeah. I, I want, want my, my baby, baby back. Oh, I got you. Uh, Chili's obviously a huge uh, franchise. Franchise Chili's is better than regular Chili's. If you have the choice, take the space elevator to Space yeah. Chili's. You I guess won't if we be had disappointed. To, if we had to rank them, it'd be Chili's, mm-hmm. um, Airport Chili's, <laughs> Chili's Two. Yeah, Chili's literally, two. literally any other food option in the entire world, and then Chili's on Krypton. Wow. Wow, dude. It seemed like you were going the opposite of what I was doing. That's funny that we are on the opposite sides of this issue. Space Chili's is so much better than regular Chili's. You're right. Space Chili's is definitely better than the Chili's in the airport. That's the worst Chili's. They can't even get the nachos right. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started. Yeah, because you're a freak. You have a Chili's uh, frequent eater card. Is that a frequent member? Yeah. Other people go to the Admiral's Lounge to hang out in the airport. You hang out at the Chili's, too. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, jumping back into it, uh, Nyssa, she's uh, trying to deal with Zod. He's on the edge. She's not feeling good. Um, But she steals, she has the codex, and she's ready to make a deal um, to try to get her son back. And Mm -hmm. she meets up with um, Seg, uh, Jaina, and Dev, and they're like, that's a stupid plan. And Um, she's like, I don't care. It's all I got. Yeah. And I don't know if you can tell by this crazed look in my eye, but I'm fucking desperate, man. I want my yeah. goddamn baby back. I really love that scene where she's being hassled um, there by these guards threatening her, and mm-hmm. she straight up kills them. She just straight up stabs them, man. Yeah, that was a great scene, and that's right when she bumps into Sag, Jaina, and Dev. Aww. And they're like, that plan sucks. How about we do this other plan? And she's like, no, nah, I'm already two guards deep into this plan. Fuck all y'all. So I guess you sort of combine their plans a little bit. Um, Nissa uh, 
goes to Zod's like, hey, bring me Nissa. Nissa just walks in like, hey, bro, I'm right here. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. She rolls up on General Zod. Yeah. Like, you got something uh, to say to me? Where's my baby? You, you'd think you'd be, there'd be a little bit more announcement. Or like, cards hey, or anything. Something. Yeah. yeah. Get organized. Where's your bureaucracy, Zod? Um, and he's impressed by the way she rolls up on him. Very impressed. In fact, he is, he's a horrible uh, negotiator because he says, like, okay, give me the codex and also I'll give you a colony yeah, for I'll your son. Yeah, I'll give you son. a job, like whatever you want. Yeah. Um, so she does. She gets her son back. She somehow gets him to get rid of the guards, which was uh, also weird. Yeah. Um, and uh, he unlocks a thing with a password, which I believe the first word of the password was Urkel, which I was surprised to know that Urkel was um, a character in the in the Krypton universe. Yeah. Now, um, what's crazy to me is that she knew the password for the window. Yeah, she just you know, unlocked it. Yeah, does I guess everybody has the same unlock window uh, kind of thing. Well, I mean, sometimes you don't want to, like, you're doing something, you're like, hey, could you open the window? You don't want to have to go over and put in your specific window passcode. Well, I would think that if you're in my office, I would change my window passcode so other people couldn't open and close my windows on whenever they felt like it. It's so embarrassing to be locked out of your window oh. and not have to reset. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Was my password window? That seems a little obvious. No. But yeah, the, you don't want your window hacked. Yeah, exactly. But Nessa's like, I'll just put in this old common window password to open this very yeah. specific window. Was it window with a zero instead of an O? That would be smart. No, that's not it either. Cop, is it a capital W? Oh, I don't know. How are you with passwords, Pete? Do you, uh, what do you do? Do you have them all saved or do you, how do you get into your stuff? Uh, I just, I'm that guy who's got one password and just throws a couple extra things on the end every time. Super dangerous. Good. Uh, good to know. Um, I'm in your mainframe right now. Well, how about you there, uh, Sparky? No, I'm the same way as you. I'm headed for a disaster. Yeah. So don't hack us. <laughs> I mean it. Anybody out there, do not so- she straight up jumps like I was like, oh, she, obviously she wanted her baby back so she could commit suicide with her baby. You know, just like, yeah. you know, taking control of the situation. Uh, but it turns out Seg catches her. Aww. Seg's got a spaceship. Beautiful. Uh, now that light is dead, that's, you know, they're sort of. Yeah, their that's relationship the is greenlit. It's all goes. Yeah. Exactly. It's greenlit. I love green lighting relationships. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, okay, we are a go for uh, Pete and his current girlfriend. That's what I say. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then we j- let's jump over to Seg because uh, he sort of comes in here. Um, we have a scene earlier in the episode where Jaina and Dev and Seg are all hanging out. They're having an awkward love triangle moment because mm-hmm. Dev is betrothed to or was betrothed to Lyda, and. Uh, but she, he knew that she loved Seg. He also knew that her brain had been tampered with. So Seg's pissed about that. Uh, Actually, and then this Br- was, you know, I bust on Seg as an actor, but, like, I really thought, like, he stepped up his acting game in that scene where he was, like, super angry, but I thought it was really cool. Yeah. 
uh, no, it's, he's a he's a good actor. I feel like you're just judging because he's not angry enough all the time. I feel like that's how you judge all, all actors and all humans. Like, lame, not angry. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, thank I'll, you. I'll, I like to relate to rage. Yeah. Uh, it's the safest and healthiest way to be a human being. Yeah, rage um, so, really gives you a, a window to somebody's soul, you know. Yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um so Brainiac pops up. He's heckling Seg, yeah. uh, saying emotions are lame. Yeah, it's um, like, yo, you weak piece of shit. Get it together. Yeah. Be cool like me. I'm an invisible part of your brain. My yeah. life's great. And then um, like Seg kind of like is like, ah, stop it. But then he's smoothly transitioned to, hey, stop what you're doing, actual person in the room. Yeah, that was some uh, some real sitcom shit right there. Yeah, that was some sitcom classic cover-up. Yeah, real family matters, as I'm talking about, uh, with Urkel now making his presence known in this series. Mm-hmm. It's a real Urkel moment. Yeah. A real did-I-do-that did moment. <laughs> um, so anyway, the, after Seg rescues Nyssa, their ship is crashing, and he uh, Brainiac shows up, and he's like, hey, you got 17 sex, se- seconds to fix this shit. Yeah. Why don't you let me drive drive your body for a little bit? And Seg does. Brainiac smiles. It's a yeah, that's uh, a creepy a real... ass smile there when when Brainiac smiles. He, he it is a creepy smile. He has very thin lips. Oh, um, so it's uh, and green face obviously yeah. and suspicious. But I um, mean, in that situation, I mean, Seg really had no choice. It's either die with my baby. And my new girlfriend, who doesn't have her uh, throat slit, uh, or I give over to Brainiac. Yeah. Yeah, is that the call you would make? I mean, what choice do you have? You already got yeah. Brainiac living in there. You might as well let him let him drive a little bit. But that's like when you have a roommate that is bad, that you hate. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, can I have some friends over? Yeah, you can't and encourage like, that bad roommate. Yeah. You don't want to trust him, but you're like, well, I'm leaving for the weekend, so um, yeah, go ahead, invite your friends over. And pretty soon, yeah. the place is burned to a crisp. Yeah, that or there's uh, a goat in your room when you come back. That or a goat. Now, that's a man speaking from experience right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pete's been goaded. Pete's been goaded oh, I've been a goated bunch before. of times. Yeah. Um, that's upstate so New York to, problems, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm playing, uh, you ever play Nails? Nails, yeah. We well, it's also called stump. Do you know this? The drinking game. No, how does that work? Uh, you sit around a, a tree stump or mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. a piece of wood, and everyone gets a nail and you hammer it in just a little bit into the top of the uh, stump, uh-huh. and then um, you pass the hammer around, and you can you have to do uh, a hammer trick. You can either th- throw it uh, end over end in your hand, um, throw it behind your back or over your head. And depending on if you if you do it and catch it, you get a certain number of swings um, to uh, try to nail in everyone else's nail. Every time your nail gets hit, you have to drink. Um, and when your nail gets pushed all the way into the stump, you got to chug out. Winner's the one with the nail still standing. Wow, dude. That's some fucking backwood shit right there, bro. That's me. That's where I'm from. You know, um, you big city that- Rochester people. You're living in your high society uh, houses. You're right. That's right. I was living in a house. But, okay. dude, that poor stump, man. That stump didn't do anything to you, and you're just hurting it. It's fucked up. It's, it's, just, it's a dead stump. It's just a stump. 
Uh, speaking of stumped, Zod is stumped by the Codex trying to crack into it, and uh, he's he's struggling a little bit. He does uh, he does he feel pretty good as he's going forward. He has a Codex gun made. Don't oh, know how that, that soup super soaker that he got uh, all yeah. jacked up super soaker, and you can yeah. tell it's like a space super soaker because it's space gray. Yeah. Oh, space. Um, yes, uh, that's true. That whole thing, I don't know. He just has a gun. I don't know how it works. Yeah, um, I don't know why, like, in all the technology, they're like, we're going to make it into a portable gun for you to walk around with. Does not make sense. Definitely yeah. feels like uh, a 10-year-old wrote this section of the episode. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, man, you know what my favorite thing is? My super soaker. Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, Super Soaker was my favorite thing. Oh yeah, I love that thing. That's why I'm saying, like, if a kid wrote this, he would be like, "I got there's not enough Super Soakers in the script." Yeah, and uh, not to keep backwoodsing myself, but we broke our Super Soaker, so we were like, "What do we do?" We made, uh, like backpacks that sprayed water with uh, like two liter bottles uh, and hose and all this stuff. Holy shit. So we were really used our, uh, we made lemonade out of a bad break with a super soaker. Man. Because the thing is, you can overpump those. Oh, and it breaks yeah. the seal. Yeah. Oh, man, well, you're really kicking yourself because you're pumping for fun. And then, <laughs> yeah. boom, fun over. Mm. So Zod has a super soaker, um, as we've all wanted. Like Pete said, that's the real jet Zod stuff. This mm-hmm. is Zod finally being Zod. Zod yeah. loves work guns. Um, he heads off uh, into the uh, wilds of Krypton. Yeah, uh, he's saying, just gonna walk it. He's, he's gonna, gonna walk it. You know what? I got access this giant to a gun. lot of spaceships. I'm gonna walk it. Yeah. Uh, again, makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Sag and the rest of the rebels the whole time, but this time he's just gonna walk. Sometimes you want to get some fresh air. Yeah. Especially with all the stuff going on. Um, his mom was so, still was just killed. He's a uh, he does, shouldn't exist anymore. That's got to really weigh on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if your so, uh, mom is killed, I don't know why you're still around, man. Yeah, it's weird. He's a paradox. He's a yeah, walking I mean, we, contradiction. We've all seen the end of Samurai Jack. We know how it ends, and it's fucking heartbreaking. Yes, I think everyone has seen that. Yeah. Um, so Seg is hanging out with the, the Rebel Rebels. Um, Jane is not happy. Jane is grieving. Uh, meantime, Seg is chilling with his man Brainiac. Um, Brainiac offers him the devil's deal. of Ooh, um, We knew this was coming. Yeah. When you've got an evil being living inside of you, it's always, hey, listen, if we could go back to my ship, I can fix everything. Yeah. Classic. And it, it does feel like Seg's going to do it. Yeah. Um, that's what it Fucking felt like to me. Seg. Um, yeah. Seg confesses to Nissa about Brainiac. He's like, hey, you're the only person that's, I can trust. Yeah, that was a huge reveal, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, like that. Even, even if I love somebody, I don't know if I would be like, hey, listen, uh, I have this evil being living inside of me because then it should be like, you, you should probably murder me. Yeah, you haven't told me that yet, and I know about it. <laughs> uh, it was a nice moment that they had. I like this relationship. Um, yeah. But this brings up sort of a lot. Let's just close out the episode. Um, Zod uh, finds Doomsday in the cave and is going to shoot him with a codex gun, I guess. Yeah, he's going to shoot him or with something. the old super soaker. I mean, if you're walking around a planet slowly with a super soaker, you're looking for trouble. Exactly. Especially if it's so cold out. If you get sprayed with some water, oh. you're going to be mad. Yeah, you're going to be so mad. So mad. So pissed. Yeah. Um, 
So this the the Nissa uh, relationship now, makes wait, me wait. think. Wait, before we move on, I just want to ask: Did you, when you were watching the end of the episode, we were like, "Oh, that blurry image that was shown for maybe point five seconds has to be Doomsday." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that noise, the growling noise, has to be Doomsday." It was like so fast and so unclear. I was like. Oh, I hope that's Doomsday. Otherwise, what the fuck just happened? Um, but yeah, it was kind of weird. I it what if it's just a regular bear that was like, wait, what? Oh, so you think it might? It, you think it could be a bear or some other yeah, animal? Yeah, it could have been anything, really. I mean, it could have just been like a moth got too close to the camera. You know, it was like fuzzy and you know. Oh shit! Okay, that's a big statement from Pete LePage that the upcoming episode, episode seven, the villain is a moth that got too close to the camera. <laughs> They're attracted um, to lights, guys. Yeah, well, I guess we should check it out and see if there's any backing in the Superman mythology for a moth that got too close to the camera. Yeah, I like that you think, Pete, that this show they make it in it's like made by film students or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, where like, ah, oh, sorry, moth got too close to the camera. Too late. We have to air this episode. Just run it. <laughs> We're out of time, guys. Yeah. We're going with the moth. We'll go with the moth ch- uh, take. That's good enough. But, I mean, it wasn't super clear. Like, oh, that's definitely, that blur is definitely doomsday. I think it was meant to be a little bit of a cliffhanger. A, right. uh, a tension-building cliffhanger. But it was like, oh, man, we can't pay our graphics department any more money. We've used no. all the panels we have. That's not uh, panels. This isn't a comic book. I don't know, Pete. I think um, you need to go back to film school. <laughs> no uh, way, Michael, man. That was a tough class. Yeah. Uh, film school, just so you know, is longer than one class. The, oh. uh, so the, the episode, um, we have Nissa and Seg maybe getting closer together. But that makes me think, do you think Lyda is actually dead? Are we never going to see her again? Yeah. Dude, this is a comic book TV show. There's no way you kill somebody and then they come back. Because we have, yeah. So you sound like you're being sarcastic there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I thought we were going to see her back right away in this episode. And the fact that we didn't makes me think she might actually be gone. Yeah, which would be a bold move. Yeah. Just taking one of the good characters and completely getting rid of them. Do you think she, as an actor, was like, could you just please kill me the fuck off? This show is awful. You seem so into the back, the behind the scenes of this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very interesting to me that you're really getting into the contractual language on a lot of well, these characters. Well, I think like, when a show sucks, you've got a lot of free time to think about the things and why they're made and who put these together and what kind of choices are happening, you know? But you like this episode. I liked parts of this episode, yes, very much. So that's so you're you're on board. Yeah, I mean, there's a super soaker. I'm I'm on board. Um, the fastest way to Pete's heart is through a giant squirt gun. For mm-hmm. anyone listening, um, now, do you like the Seg Nissa relationship? I do. Yes. Okay. Uh, great. Uh, great answer. Yeah, how, how about um, you? Yes, I do. I'm I'm on board with them. I really like the character of Nissa. The this episode as well. Like she's putting was put in an impossible position, being uh, having to choose between helping Zod, helping the rebels, um, hurting the rebels, getting her son back. Um, and uh, I think she, the she's so good uh, in every 
all the acting is so good. And mm-hmm. uh, the scene with her knifing those guards, I thought was great. I'm definitely down for a Sagnissa relationship. Cool. Now, let me ask you, as far as, like, when you have children, that sure got to, like, change your priorities. And what's great is, uh, you know, she definitely was, <clears throat> as she should be, very focused on her baby, which was cool. Um, but, like, let's say you, uh, you know, father of two, like, it's mm-hmm. new comic book day, and your kids are crying. Like, I mean, where does that, how does that rank? You know what I mean? Like, do you take care of your f- kids first and then go get comics? Or do you get comics and then take care of your kids? Well, let me put it to you this way, Pete. Um, yeah. Hypothetically, right before I came downstairs to record this podcast, um, I was up in my apartment and both of my children were crying. And right. what did I do? I came down to record the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I stand. I came to record You're a podcast a father, with a man, man. Who, with a a man who hates the show. Thank you. I'm a great father to this podcast, and that's what truly matters. Aww. Uh, one other quick thing. Um, isn't it crazy how far away from Superman this show is now? Like, <laughs> Superman isn't even a thing. Well, I, it really bothered me, the whole Marty McFly disappearing cape thing was really dumb. So I'm glad it's like, I don't know if somebody's watching the show going, man, they better keep referencing Superman or I'm out of here. But they don't. They don't reference Superman. I, you can't. You can't keep forcing Superman on a show that isn't about Superman. Yeah. But, like, Adam Strange's whole reason for being there was to make sure that Superman came about. Yeah. And, and now he's, he's like, just job. drifting. Yeah. Do you think we're going to get to see Superman at the end of this season? Oh, no. That would be really... That would be dumb. That would be dumb. What? Are you just going to force Superman to show up at some point? I mean, yeah, maybe. Superman is the reason for this show. Right, but what are you going to do? You're going to show a little baby flying away in a thing as Krypton's blowing up and that's the end of the season? No, this time Zod came from the past uh, to show up there. Like, you could easily jump around time, see see what happens. Oh, just like really not zone. give a fuck about time. Just like oh, a full-grown Superman just shows up and is like, hey, what's up? Hey, thanks for... Fighting to keep Krypton alive. I hope we don't end up in a bottle. Peace. I mean, that's what Adam Strange did. That's what Zod did. So there's definitely a pattern of characters traveling through time and space to be like, yo, what up? I'm here to mix it up. I got a one episode contract and I'm here to mix it up. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, Pete, we end every episode with some trivia. Right. You ready for my Uh, trivia? Yes, I'm excited. Okay. Um, this is a trivia about Krypton Superman, something in the world. And as we know, it's devastatingly difficult. I don't think we've ever gotten one correct. Yeah, yeah. I accidentally got one correct when you weren't around. There's, see? When, I, when I'm out there. I'm pissed about it. Yeah. Okay. He, he, All right, so if you shot Superman, what would uh-huh. happen? Is it A... The bullet would turn slow motion, and you could watch it slowly crunch against his eyeball. B, Ooh. it would bounce off his chest. Or is it C, it was a kryptonite bullet the whole time, motherfucker? Ooh. I mean, in all trivia situations, right. like especially the SAT, any big mm-hmm. test, Right, right. Any question? Do you have your number two pencil? I should ask this earlier. Yeah, sure. Yes, I'm going to submit my scantron, my verbal scantron, right now. (laughs) 
Any question that has motherfucker <laughs> in the answer, that's the one you have to go with. Yeah, and, wow. And if I know Pete, it was a Kryptonian bullet the whole time, motherfucker. Wow, you got it right. You got oh, it right, shit. man. Yeah. We got another trivia right. Oh, Zalbin's going to be pissed. Zalbin's going to be pissed. He's and Zalbin so we pissed. trust. Kneel before Zalbin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to open the electronic window and jump right out. Do you know how much Zalbin would love if you kneeled before him? He would, he would absolutely lose his mind with joy. Okay, maybe that's what we should do next time we see him. At okay. our next live show. You and I can both take a knee and see what he does. Uh, he's gonna be ter- he'd be terrified if you and I just walk in and kneel down the floor. He'd be like, "What the fuck is this? Am I dying, or did I already die? Am I a ghost?" We would rattle his cage more than we've ever rattled it before. It would be fun just to see his face. Yeah. Oh, you miss him. <laughs> just want to see his face again. Um, guys, that is the end of the Krypton podcast. We do so many other podcasts in our lives. Yeah. Um, we're doing this one right now. Uh, we also have um, our main podcast, Comic Book Club Live, which is a, uh, a recording of our live show, which we tape every Tuesday night at the People's Improv Theater in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also do a podcast called The Stack, where we just break down um, uh, a hot stack of uh, the comics that are coming out um, on that Wednesday. And we also have a podcast called, um, uh, called Inside Legion, uh, Ooh, about the yeah. TV show Legion, which we are loving. If you like that show, definitely check that out. Um, what else do we have to say? Um, check us out uh, on Patreon, uh, where you can um, uh, throw us some money, and we will um, let you get a bunch of fun, interesting things. You can get into our uh, Slack channel. Yeah, where our we Slack talk. channel is a lot of fun. Very fun. We just did a movie night last night. Uh, Pete, what else do we have to say? Uh, friend us on Facebook, so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show every Tuesday in New York City at the People's Improv Theater. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. And for God's sakes, keep your Wolverines in space because that's where they belong. Fuck you, man.